the Movie Hour, episode 139, July 1st, 2011. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Michael Bay's Giant American Flag Movie Hour. My name is Greg Maloney, and I'm here with you and my co-host to celebrate everything we care to discuss about movies you know whatever we whatever we feel like uh one of those co-hosts brother james joins us from gunga pit west today welcome back buddy hey how's it going it's going well it's going well i uh and as i understand it you have our uh, special guest josh with you today out there is that true josh you on there i'm, I'm out here i'm out here sweet. sweet he's doing a good job of keeping uh, the west offices nice and clean so yeah well, you thank you for that turns around every once in a while and things uh things get put away I heard there was a, uh, a gremlins infestation for a while. Hopefully that's taken care of. That's a planned occurrence, that, yeah, actually. Yeah, was, you get, <laughs> that's part of the fun. I don't know what you're doing. got them delivering the mail and shit. Like, <laughs> those crazy gremlins. I want a Gremlins 3 so bad. <laughs> it's been a... <laughs> Would you have sex with Michael Bay to get it? <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't. Is this the would you have sex with Michael Bay? Yes, it is. Thing? It is now. Let's make, let's make sure to bring that up later. Would you have sex with Michael Bay to have sex with I Love Sure? Yeah. Would you have sex with Michael Bay to have sex with Michael Bay? All right. <laughs> there has been a lot going on with uh, our last week. All of us have been doing very important things. Very important things. James. Traveling out west, hanging out, hanging out with my nieces without me. I guess yes, this is true. It's not my fault. I, I couldn't make it, but sounds like you're having fun uh, hanging out by the poolside. And uh, yes, I'm still working on my third burn, so that's good. <laughs> Peeling like a snake, just yeah. <laughs> next layer. <laughs> it's funny you use that uh, comparison because that's what the kids were calling me, so it, it works out. Snaky. Sna- you're Sna- Uncle Snakey. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> it's kind of gross. What it is. It is. Uh, if I ever have any nieces, I want them to call me exactly that. Yeah. Uncle Snakey. <laughs> Probably get reported to the fucking cops. That's <laughs> <laughs> a strange nickname. Yeah. What a weird nickname. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Josh, you uh, you've been doing traveling of uh, your own, haven't you? You guys, you had a birthday. Happy birthday. That yeah. Was the- yeah. Send your get. I'll post my. Uh, my address on the forums and you can send all your presents my way just if it's under a hundred dollars just don't even worry about it <laughs> just don't bother sending it because i don't <laughs> i'm just gonna throw it away it's <laughs> gonna happen <laughs> uh and yeah so and you you've been what you've been out in california for almost a year right? yeah almost and uh, but, uh now you have a chance to see the sites Exactly, exactly. We went to, uh, we saw Sequoia Forest, which is huge trees, and Yosemite and all the good stuff, and then went over to the coast, spent some Ooh, time. You have to go see Yosemite, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a good that time. That place is pretty there. cool. It is pretty cool. Possibly the coolest place I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah, I really like that place. How much, did you, how much time did you spend there, though? Did you spend like a day, an entire day, or was yeah, it? Yeah, we, we pretty much, we spent a whole day there. We saw pretty much what we wanted to see. Uh, I guess there's like two sides to the park, and we only right. did the like the west side, which is I guess the good side. We haven't I haven't seen the other side, but um, James, we, oh, it was awesome. We spent what when we went there like half a day, maybe. Uh, no, we spent most of the day there. Like we left from far away, but like we pretty much left crack of dawn and 
arrived. I remember night. leaving when it was dark as hell, and one of your little headlights was pretty much out. So driving around. <laughs> that was that. That was Yellowstone. You're thinking was of. Was it Yellowstone? Yeah, that wasn't Yosemite. Right. Uh, but yeah, beautiful country out there out in the west. Look out for the fires. Though. Look out for it those is. forest fires. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I by far did the the coolest thing uh, this past week. I went to a comic convention. Had to do. Uh, yeah, that's the coolest. It thing. is the. It was the coolest thing. I, like you said, that was the coolest place you've ever been. This comic convention is about a thousand <laughs> times cooler than uh, Yosemite. <laughs> so, uh, it was. It was fantastic. Went was it our, a madhouse? <laughs> no, it actually wasn't that bad. We. I went with uh, our buddies over at uh, SideQuestComics.com, uh, Jarv and Paul, and it was. It was hilarious. I went out there to do some filming, and they just. Uh, oh, I described it to Josh earlier because there's this San Diego Comic Con going on right now. Right, the big and, one. Yeah, you know the huge one. You've got TV stars, you've got actual just main comics, comic book people showing up there, artists, whatever, and thousands and thousands of people. And this Comic Con in Traverse is pretty much that, minus like all the glamour and glitz yeah. and like. A you get the guy who was in the red outfit in Star Trek that died <laughs> right, right. <laughs> in one of the movies. Were there like, were there at least hot cosplay chicks there? Or what? There was some. There was some cosplay going on. Going on. Nice. There were a couple of furries, which I found a little disturbing. <laughs> um, they don't have was, their own thing. They have it to was funny. Yeah. Turn in on the Comic Con. <laughs> There's no Just boning on. <laughs> there are only so many furry cons, so they had they had to come to the Comic Con and take it over. Uh, <laughs> I saw probably the coolest outfit I saw. Apparently, there's this thing called like the 501st Legion, which is uh, Jesus. That sounds intense. It is. It's a it's a national group that sort of plays. <laughs> it plays. I, I'm trying to like describe it. it I thought it, you were gonna like tell me about some movie called the 501st Legion, but no. it's a group of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a it's okay. a it's a group of people that pretty much just make it their business to act. Like they are a legion of the empire, so it's tons of st- people dressed up as stormtroopers and. and oh, uh, I thought this was gonna be serious. I thought it was like a like they carried firearms and shit. Turns no, out it's well, be, idiots. That would be awesome. Let's start oh, that. Uh, they would be a bunch of idiots, but some they do a lot of charity work. So. Oh. You know. Well, they but, can still be idiots right. and do charity work. Yeah. So they work for the empire, but they do charity work. Right. Right. Exactly. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It seems sort of weird. That makes it's no like, sense. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, why don't you be like the Princess Leia Legion or yeah, some shit? It's a weird gimmick. Well, one of the people, like, since, you know, there can only be so many stormtroopers, there was a stormtrooper that was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. Sorry, sorry. We hit our quote for stormtroopers. Yeah. You have to be somebody else. It's sort of like. You're a Grand Moff Tarkin today. <laughs> I wish there was a Grand Moff Tarkin there. Awesome. But, oh, no, no, no. God. What I'm trying to say is, it's sort of like when. Uh, like in England, we they do the, like the gorilla race. Everyone's dressed up as a gorilla, so you need to be a gorilla and something. You know what I mean? So okay. there was a stormtrooper that was like casual beach stormtrooper. <laughs> he had like this umbrella hat on his stormtrooper helmet that was had like, like the Bermuda shorts and stuff. It, right, exactly, and it had the imperial logo all over it and everything. It was pretty funny. He was he was my favorite, and he had the like the speaker, like a chat box kind of thing in the helmet. So when he talked, it actually sounded metallic. Nice. So, uh, yeah. So he was just no normal stormtroopers anymore. They're all bored no, with that. No, there's, so they... there's normal ones too, but like there's some, they change up, they change it up. Um, I'm trying to remember another couple other different ones. 
that's the only one that comes to mind. But it was it was really cool, and I wanted to thank uh, Paul and Jar for letting me tag along. It was really interesting. How and did the filming go? Like it went pretty well. I didn't edit or anything. Or? Well, I ended up. Uh, I wanted to take Paul and Jar. This is completely. I'm sorry for everybody that wants to listen about movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll get to it very soon. Um, yeah, the. Filming went well. I took Jarv and Paul there at the comic. I shot some of them there, but I also did some interviewing at the the condo we stayed at, and it, it'll it'll turn out good. There'll be some at GungaPit.com for you to watch soon. Don't worry about it. But um, we need some teasers. Yeah, that the first thing will be a teaser because there's just way too much shit to put together so fast. There's not a chance. Um, getting onto the movie stuff. First thing I want to mention was uh, sort of an addendum to last week's episode. I talked about Green Green Lantern for a while. And we talked about the after credit scene that I actually didn't end up watching because I was going to watch it later on YouTube, and I finally took the time to look for it. And surprise, surprise, it was what we thought. It was Sinestro putting on the yellow ring um, that they made during the movie that you don't actually get to see during the movie. And, oh, you just spoiled the whole movie for yeah, me. Yeah, it's spoiled. It's spoiled. It's it's over. Um, and it's it's <laughs> Green Lantern's still not making any money. It's going to be interesting uh, to see what happens. There's been talk of how they still plan on making a second one, but... <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Wasn't that bad of a movie? I'm just saying. This is my review last week, if you want. Well, uh, and now he's got his arch enemy yellow to deal with. So it'll make money, trust me. <laughs> Green versus yellow, come on. <laughs> God, the fucking... It's, I'm telling you, man, I'm just getting more and more cynical about... Never mind, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> there, we want to start with the High Hunters Highwood Hoopla today. Oh, sorry about that. Knocking the mic around. Um, the first thing, the biggest thing, not really. Uh, we rarely talk about Blu-ray and DVD releases, uh, but this week merited... Merited a special note. Uh, this week, Lord of the Rings trilogy extended editions. Extended. We're talking. I think together. There's like, on some pills. Yeah, together. I think there's like 634 minutes of of viewing pleasure. On oh the- my god. Um, come out Blu-ray. Came out yesterday. I think we're recording on Wednesday. So yeah. And first off, this is interesting for anyone that hasn't been following along. There for a while, it was planned that these. Uh, the trilogy, the extended trilogy, would come out when The Hobbit came out. Uh, I just, I don't know, to help promotion a little bit, just on that end. But I guess, you know, what happens is production companies want to make money, and they, <laughs> hey, uh, no, no, they said, hey, wait a minute, well, let's just release these now, make a shit ton of cash, and maybe we'll release some other stuff. And later. then we'll release a set again later when The right. Hobbit's released. And I just, I figured, and so for those that weren't paying attention, that actually got changed to release this week, and that was the the big no I wanted to bring up, and I figured, James, you'd be excited for, excited for this. Uh, actually, no. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. Come on. (laughs) Uh, it's, I'm in the camp for for the Blu-rays, whereas I'll buy it on Blu-ray if I don't already own it, but if I already own it on DVD, I'm content with it on dvd and i'm not getting it in the new format and i already own the extended editions for the three movies on dvd so it's good enough for me well you get the digital copy as download (laughs) (laughs) yeah come on the fifth like this is all the movies came out uh individually extended as well um but the i'm looking at specifically the box set this thing's got (laughs) six blu-rays nine dvds (laughs) the digital copy (laughs) 
And what's hilarious, uh, the extended editions on Blu-ray, you still have to change discs in between the movie. <laughs> like, what the awesome. hell? They must have put, like, all the commentaries on these discs as well, instead of, like, making them separate things. Right, that is kind of weird. Because 50 gigs worth of movie, like, that should be plenty. Like, Oh, my God. But like you said, they remastered these, so, you know, lots of, you know, <laughs> lots more memory, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah we'll see. Yeah. Sam and Frodo do a lot more fucking on these than they did on these. <laughs> There's a lot more sex going on. Oh, you guys haven't seen the extended version? Check it out. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> like two hours worth of just... Oh, There's my God. 47 more endings. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Next topic, High Hunters, Highwood Hoopla. Cars 2 came out last weekend. Made a lot of money. $66 million. Not Pixar's best. Um, I guess I didn't check. It might have been Pixar's worst. For the week. Yeah, was it even no, good? No, it was really close to the first one. I was really, I don't remember how much, but um, critically, still critically acclaimed. People like it. There, it's got a lot less. Uh, there do were, people really like it though, or do they just? There take were their some kids naysayers out there. Uh, well, apparently, teen, well, not teen, but young kid, the young boys love this movie and every character involved because that's why that's who's buying the toys. So somebody yeah. should show them a picture of a real fucking Camaro or something. Though, because <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a, um, I've got an inkling that P Jim uh, Jim P who hosts frequently his his son. Ate, ate this movie up. Oh, sure. probably. First yeah. day. And your nephew probably did too. Our yeah, nephew. most likely. Yeah, he's a he's a psycho car. Yes. He, he loses like, like he has a hundred a hundred car car cars, and you like if one's missing for a minute, he just he noticed. Where do you <laughs> yeah. Where? Wait, who is this? <laughs> oh. Our nephew Jack. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, he's on top of. He's like, hey, somebody's missing. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. where the hell is he? <laughs> like needle in a haystack. Where's, oh yeah, my god, exactly. it's gone. Where's my? And not, it's not just Mater. Where's Mater the orange? <laughs> yeah. Like where's Mater the 2008 version? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just really knows. And yeah, I, I didn't end up catching the movie. I just wanted to point out that it did make some decent money. Critics critics have been sort of mixed on it compared to other Pixar movies. And there was talk of like, Oh my God, is this the end of Pixar's a rating and whatever? Yeah. More we were actually got out on, uh, we, me and my sister Lisa got away from the kids one day because we had a babysitter. And so we were walking by the theater and we had a chance to like sneak in and sneak out of cars too. And, and watch it without the kid, which we just didn't have the heart to do just because for the most part, I really have no interest in this movie. Right. I really didn't like the first one. I mean, it's so like the go, only movie that really didn't do anything for Pixar. So did you go catch pr- bridesmaids instead? No, we didn't catch anything. We just kept walking. <laughs> Fuck movies. I hate movies. Let's move on. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, they just wanted to be the babysitters that got like an additional babysitter. Yeah, that was the whole goal. Has there ever been a third babysitter involved? Like, <laughs> like I mean, I'm gonna sublease this. I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna lease out my babysitter title. I'm gonna to subcontract this out to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So the reason I brought up Cars too is he. I didn't even want to talk about Cars too. That was way too much Cars talk. I want to talk about the next Pixar movie. What's next on board? Because it's not a sequel. Thank God. Yeah, no shit. It's a movie called Brave, which there's the trailer, I guess, teaser, if you will. Yeah, more of a teaser. Um, was released with Cars 2, and it looks really cool. And it's pretty much just princess, chick, Scottish, played, voiced by Kelly McDonald, hot. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad the chick, like, in the thing isn't as hot as she is. Yeah, and she's only, like, 12, so that's a put-off. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> 
But it's supposed to be a story about, you know, princess, Scottish princess defies her parents for and wants to be an archer or something weird. And, you know, the, the, the usual uh, craziness happens from then on. And I think I, this thing looks a lot cooler than any. I'm just happy it's an original story coming from uh, Pixar. It's kind of like that Stark daughter, right? From, you know, the uh, Game of Thrones book. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you read it? Did you uh, been reading it? I may or may not be halfway through the book. No way, really? <laughs> no way. You re- you're reading yeah. Game of Thrones. You re- you yep. it up halfway through, which means yep. you must have must have liked it. James, yeah. should I read this? Should I read this book? It's it's pretty good so far. I like it. Okay, well that's all I want to talk about. Brave. Let's talk about Game of Thrones now. <laughs> no. so, yeah, well, I need first impressions. You picked it up and you thought, okay, put you read the first like prologue chapter, then you put it down, or was it like, oh my god, this is awesome? Um, no, I'm kind of like the, okay, I'm intrigued, let's keep moving type of attitude towards it right now. Um, a whole lot hasn't happened in the book, and I don't know if that changes later or what. Yeah, what's it's, the last thing you read? What? How far have you gotten? Um, the queen has abducted Tyrion. Okay. And has moved to the, that, I forget the name of the realm, but uh, on, on Kath- the castle. Kathleen Stark. Yeah, yep. Spoiler alert for anybody that has yeah. So anyway, I'm at that part, right? And just kind of, it, it's it's intriguing so far. There's some decent characters. I like the way he does it because he does like, the chapters aren't very long. They're like seven to eight pages long. But right. it's like, okay, so and so's point of view, go. Next chapter, somebody else's point of view, mm. go. And it's kind of interesting that way. And, does but it he, talk about the same thing though? No, no, no it's not okay. like a. All right, it's I don't like think a, I could deal with that. Yeah, it's like this part of the story will be told from so and so's perspective. Okay. You know? And he does, it's only like, I don't know, eight different characters or something you choose. Yeah, it's not random. It's like he'll yeah, pick like go the with same people. It's just like, okay, here, here. So, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's intriguing. I, I do like some of the characters. Um, there, It is very political intrigue heavy. Um, but yeah, so far, so good. Interesting. Yeah, I, I totally forgot <laughs> when I asked where you were at that we were going to. It's definitely a strange reading for me as far as the method on how I'm doing it. Because with watching the four girls, it's just like, okay, I'll sneak in a chapter here. Okay, eight pages are done. Okay, go back to the kids. You know, like, okay, I'll take this out to the pool and watch for a little bit until they start clamoring for me to play with them and that sort of right. thing. And for those, for those in the dark, uh, the Game of Thrones HBO series that's been released recently, the and the new book is coming out uh, July 12th. Thank God. So we'll actually have more to read. But very interesting uh, series, and definitely read it if you have the option. But uh, I gave James the first book, and it sounds like he's reading it. Thank yeah, God. I'm enjoying it. So uh, I've got the rest of the books ready, James. Just let me know. Yeah, Josh, we'll pick it up too. The the plane ride home will be a good test because hopefully it will be nice and smooth this time and I can actually read because right. last time it was bumpy so I couldn't start. So so back to the, the movie yeah, talk. Back back to the movie talk. <laughs> There's one big giant hoopla we gotta we have to point out, and that is uh Transformers Dark of the Moon. Uh, I we need to get Jeff here for Dark Dark of the Moon. <laughs> Dark of the Moon. Uh, Maybe I'll I'll insert him. Uh, so the movie made 13.5 million in its midnight release, which is just stupid. Uh, there's what the one the one weird thing they did was they released the 3D version even earlier than than midnight. They actually played it. I think th- I think they did one or two showings before midnight of 3D just to give it a little. I don't know, give people more incentive to see it in 3D, either to pitch 3D more or just to jerk off one of the two. Um, probably I'm probably Michael, the latter. <laughs> would you have sex with Michael Bay? Uh, <laughs> and I just, I can't believe it. it. It's, 
this movie pisses me off in so many different levels. I'm just I'm I'm I know it's gonna make billions of dollars. I I knew this was coming, but I'm just. Obsessed. They're predicting like 165 million or something like that before yeah. July 4th. Right. Yeah. I think I read. Yeah. Something retarded. It'll be hilarious. And uh, there was a special note. This is a very very special thing that that came out of this that I'm happy it did. Because Michael Bay, being the the demigod that he is, <laughs> decided to send. There were a couple of things. There was a uh, a letter he he sent out to all the projectionists on how to play his movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know first, that. He's not the first yeah. guy. He's not the first guy to do that. Like, yeah, he, but he's probably the biggest dick. That's yeah, done. yeah. It, it wasn't there. That's another letter in in and of itself. But it there, probably started out with the words, "All right, jackass, listen up." <laughs> Uh, this letter was a thank you note he posted on his blog uh, a couple days ago, and we've decided to bring in Josh specifically to read the letter aloud to you guys. So Big just mistake. take a moment, let Michael Bay sink in, and just listen to how awesome the, the how awesome he is when he's when he's talking. Go ahead, Josh. All right, this is Michael Bay, June twenty sixth, twenty eleven. I just want to take the opportunity to thank all the fans around the world for letting me have fun with the Transformers franchise. It's been a wonderful opportunity to have worked with about 4,000 crew members around the world. These artists are some of the very best in the entire film business. I'm honored to have had you work alongside me. We had an amazing time. I do like how he he, he says around the world twice in two sentences. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get more into that. Uh, okay. End paragraph. <laughs> Dark of the Moon has some of the most technologically uh, challenging sequences ever shot, and shot in 3D. I must urge you to find the very best theater and see this movie in that format. <laughs> Underlined, bolded, <laughs> italicized. 3D was a forethought, not an afterthought in this movie. I'm glad Jim Cameron and Steven Spielberg really convinced me to shoot in this new technology. We used and invented many new techniques, uh, to make the 3D sharper, brighter, and more color contrast. Little grammar issue there, Mike. Uh, I think theater owners heard their audience that they need to respect the specs of the projectors and not dim the bulbs to save money. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for thanks for fighting for us, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> End paragraph. Many theaters are presenting it in the brand new 7.1 sound, which is awesome. <laughs> and that's Michael Bay saying that, not Josh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which yeah, is this awesome. is in here. This is this is verbatim. Uh, this is the most complex, intricate soundtrack that me and my Academy Award winning sound team have done. <laughs> Notice how it's Academy Awarding winning. Yeah, that's true. Oh, did I? I, I might not even have said that, but it is so. Academy Awarding winning sound. <laughs> awesome. Uh, they really outdid themselves uh, to make this a big picture experiment. Right. Hopefully you'll have as much fun watching this movie as we all, we all had in making it. Thanks, Michael Bay. I don't know what my favorite part... I don't, I, I, it's hard to pick my favorite part out of this. This letter is perfect. I mean, it's got all the, the, the key points. I mean, it's got the self-congratulatory tone. It's got the name dropping. It's like got the outrageous green M&M style demands. It's even got the patronizing <laughs> things in it. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, number one, putting him <laughs> up on the same line as Jim Cameron and Steven Spielberg might be my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we hang out all the time. <laughs> we talked about it. They convinced me to do it this way. Number two, 
when he talks about theater owners saving money on bulbs, <laughs> yeah. it makes him sound so petty. It's great. Well, yeah, like because theater owners are are doing so well right now. Like maybe if they weren't getting fucked by production companies, they could do something other than mm-hmm. charge ten dollars for a popcorn. It's uh, God. theater owners turn up the lights a little bit. It's so great. Like technically, it makes sense, but just yeah, I just love how he's just demanding demanding stuff from people. On an actual serious note, my favorite part is the fact that he talks about the whole franchise experience in the past tense. Like he may be done with it. That's Which, that's yeah. that's yeah. that's the idea. It supposedly is his last. I don't I don't remember if he actually full out said it but it's expected which brings up the first line again just like oh thanks fans for letting me have fun with the transformers franchise i'm pretty sure no one had you in mind for this franchise <laughs> fans had nothing to do with it and and i'm happy you had fun because lord knows i haven't yeah yeah and thanks michael bay and that's part you're part of the reason this whole thing is part of the reason that you got uh, became a friend of the show today this is a, a special day for me too and god help us all god help us all uh and i actually didn't see transformers 3 i sort of wanted to go as a critic just be like just notepad everything just ready to go and (laughs) the film critic in the theater watching which does bring us to the next step the movie reviews james you've caught quite a few we got to keep this boat moving what'd you catch uh yeah like uh, we mentioned i've been hanging out with four little girls for about 10 days now um saw some decent movies saw some horrible stuff um uh, <laughs> high school musicals you'll hate the kids will love them Nomi and Juliet not very good I just played the name game the entire time trying to figure out who the voices were uh, did see Megamind that was pretty decent Will Ferrell is the voice uh, I don't know if you guys know the premise but it's basically the tale of Superman you know like planet exploding send the kid away but it was like an evil guy and a good guy and they both landed in the same uh, spot and were I kind like of that. They were kind of uh, arch enemies the whole time. So there's the a Superman like, and an anti-Superman? So it's like it's Superman like, and Nuclear Man. Uh, yeah, pretty so much. So you watched Superman 4? <laughs> I have not, no. I just I, you know know that there is a Nuclear Man. But uh, yeah, Mega Megamind is the, the point of view, though. So it's from the villain's point of view. And Will Ferrell plays him. And he's a perfect fit for voiceover. So his antics work well in Wait, this medium. Will Smith is the main Will, guy? Will Ferrell. Oh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Same guy, uh, though. Yeah, Will Ferrell, sorry, not Will Smith. You may but, have uh, said Ferrell, and I just thought Smith in my head. Because yeah, Will Ferrell, yeah, perfect for the for uh, the voice work. Um, Brad Pitt plays the hero type. Uh, he actually didn't fit all that well. It was kind of weird. I don't know. It's, he doesn't have the grandiose voice for a, you know, very full of himself type of hero. Um, David Cross was good as the minion for Megamind. And then... Uh, the, one of the weird things that kind of off put me was uh, Tina Fey's character, just the way she's drawn. She's very, I don't even know how to describe it, like sharp features or something. Didn't have very good tits. Yeah, she didn't have good tits. <laughs> Her terrible. tits are square. <laughs> so it's just it's just kind of weird the way she was drawn. It just I don't know. It just made me not want to like her for some reason. But uh, yeah, the story itself is good. And, you know, the whole setup with the Superman thing was kind of neat. So not, not too bad. Uh, I did re-see uh, How to Train Your Dragon, which is a better movie than that. So just to give it a perspective for those of you uh, uh, choosing between the two. Um, <laughs> and well, one thing is we did. I did try and you know give back to this four girl community I've been living into or living with. Um, so we watched Willow as a group. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it, was it they, their first viewing? 
Uh, three out of the four is first viewing, yes. Awesome. And they seem to enjoy it. Um, and even the, <laughs> the second time, we watched it the next morning, too, at their request. So it, it was kind of cool. Nice. Willow is going in. And they're at their age where it's just like, I say, oh, this is my favorite line. And they're like, oh, that's my favorite line, too. And they've Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why they wanted to watch it again. Yeah. Like, I want to inherit your opinions. So let's watch this movie. So it's just kind of fun. And they're just looking at you to see what yep. you laugh at. And <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, one of the girls is three or whatever. So it's, I mean, she's kind of freaked out by stuff. So you're kind of trolled. Dude, I'd be freaked out. Saying, oh, yeah, this part, you know, just kind of keeping their minds at ease type of things. So it was kind of a, a different experience. Fuck it. Let them get scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, nobody shielded uh, me from the end of Indiana Jones when I was four years old. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. I, I had to jump behind a couch and like peek around when I wanted to watch the rest of the movie. I was wondering if they did the same, but apparently That's the rest uh, of us laughed at you. That's bullshit. Dude, I used to be scared of <laughs> Ghostbusters. That, the beginning of Ghostbusters freaked the shit Dude, out of me. It's pretty scary. It is. It's a scary graphic. But... I was actually Roger Rabbit did that like the last five minutes or whatever of Roger Rabbit when the bad guy finally reveals himself. Yeah. Spo- sure. Spoiler alert. Spo- yeah. Whatever. Everybody's seen Roger Rabbit. <laughs> the bad guy reveals himself. <laughs> That's a spoiler. <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy you got to got to catch quite a few animated movies. I'm happy you're making some progress, Jim. Some progress. Yep. Uh, Josh, did you want to uh, chime in with a movie? Yeah, I'll spend, it wasn't a huge success of a movie, so I'll spend a minute. Uh, I caught a movie called The Black Death, courtesy of uh, streaming Netflix last week, and uh, it's basically about it's in super old, like kind of medieval times, and uh, basically, or maybe later, I'm not sure exactly when it's supposed to have taken place, but anyways. Uh, there's basically this, he's not from the church, but he's kind of like this holy guy who's really into God and whatnot. And he comes to terms with the fact that there's like this village, it's it's set during the Black Death, I guess that is the time frame that that it's in. So it's set during this and everybody's dying and whatnot. And supposedly based, like this holy guy comes telling spinning yarns about this, town that hasn't really been affected by the black death and he thinks it's because there's some necromancers or something that live here so he's on this quest to go find these guys and kill them and or whatever and like part of the movie is him picking up this uh kind of youngish priest uh that ends up kind of being the main character um so anyways they finally make it to this village and there's this chick that turns out to be a fake necromancer and like she catches them off guard and kills half of them and Blah, 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 blah. It's a, not actually a very great movie. Uh, but Sean Bean was kind of the main character. Sean Bean's always awesome. Uh, so there was that. And uh, one of my... I don't know if I, I've been on enough shows to get a second boy. Marky Mark's my first boy. But if I can, take David Warner as my second boy. He's also in this movie. And he's just awesome in it. Uh, he's one of my favorite actors. Like, probably the coolest sounding guy ever. He so is he's cool. in it. And uh, I can't remember the name of the the chick who turns out to be the bad guy in it, but she's she's kind of good looking. Oh, oh my God! Spoiler alert. She's kind of good looking. Very. She's kinda, yeah, she's kind of good looking. So did they find out that the back the Black Death was just a disease that was caught that was spread by uh, uh, what was it spread by rats? Uh, no, they didn't get to Oops. that. Part. They just this girl like captured that's, them. That's in the sequel. Oh, yeah, and Sean Bean's arm Sci- torn off in the movie. Science prevails, kind of thing. That's the story. Uh, kind of, actually. It's like this chick turns out to be a giant fake at the end, and there, there's no actual necromancers. 
Thank God. That sounds fantastic. They're not real. Why'd you end up catching it? Just because you saw it on Netflix and you're like, oh, why not? Uh, yeah, I was looking for a late night movie to kind of fall asleep to. I caught it in two parts. <laughs> One part the night before, the next part the morning after, after I woke up. It, it said, Wasn't that would you would you sex? have sex with Michael Bay and watch <laughs> Black Dot? No, definitely no. not. <laughs> oh, God, no. There was, I didn't, I didn't really have a movie review. I, I forgot to mention, we actually forgot to mention a while back when our buddy Aaron, front of the show, stopped by. And we picked up the Wicker Man, not the classic <laughs> The Wicker Man, <laughs> with uh, with Karen's boy Christopher Lee, but the Nick yeah. Cage classic oh, The Wicker Man. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I'm so happy we watched it. It was <laughs> for anybody that's a fan of the YouTube sensation yeah. that is yeah. the lines of The Wicker. There man. is like yeah, two other scenes that could have been put into that YouTube. Really, sensation. it might almost be worth two hours of that. <laughs> Do you just remember to see those... what other scenes? I don't remember. I can't pick them out of my. Uh, you were out of the room at one of them. I forget. Oh, I missed one. That yeah, I... you missed one. Now of you the have to watch scenes. it all again. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. Totally forgot. But yeah, I forgot to mention it. In the ending, um, we watched the director's cut. Yeah, I don't know how different it is than the original <laughs> cut. Right. The ending's awesome. Yeah, the ending is awesome in this. It's, God, it's not going to bring back your honey. God, I got <laughs> to play something. Oh, I'm, I'm totally ruining it. Uh, Nick Cage, spoiler alert, burns to a crisp in the under. It's great. Yes. It's fucking sweet. Look it up, The Wicker Man, uh, or like look it up on uh, YouTube. Seriously though, don't watch this at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're lying. <laughs> so, <laughs> past the movie reviews, gotta discuss the Parker Posey play along. Favorite feature of the day, always the favorite feature. Uh, everyone's favorite. It's awesome. Uh, the problem is, the the question last week was brought to you by Mr. Josh, not Josh, Mr. Josh who's another host here at the movie hour. Um, and his question was, what are your favorite last lines from the end of a movie? And what well, tough, it was really tough for me to answer that one live, by the way, very tough. And I, uh, he's not here to discuss it today, unfortunately, but you know, whatever. He, he's got stuff to do. Josh had stuff to do. Mr. Josh is here. Whatnot. Um, the one thing I didn't remember, Scott P put a, a post about the blade runner last, last comments and I didn't even remember that, probably because I was just still pissed about watching the movie and how disappointed I was. Um, it was not that bad. Your heart, your heart was filled with spite. Yeah, it was. It really was. And uh, But I didn't remember that one. And then KBW brought up the usual suspects comments from um, Spacey's character, which were also very good. Uh, yeah. Be a spoiler alert. I really want to. Don't, don't really want to comment. Anyhow, anyhow, this brings us to the new Parker Posey play along, which is my question this week. And this has a little bit. Michael Bay is the theme here today. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not at all. Does it involve sex with him? No, no. But Why not? I, I could have changed my Parker Posey to that. I should have. Um, but all the Michael Bay craziness is. It's been making me more and more angry. And the success of the franchise, coupled with just the asshole in charge, um, I think has created like some kind of super cynical mopey me i don't which is which is intense pretty like according to jim i'm like the most cynical person in the world um and it's it's a rare thing where a movie can just get me down but somehow transfers three is doing it and i haven't even <laughs> seen the fucking movie yet so, <laughs> so this brings us to my ppa and the question is what movie has made you depressed unhappy angry or or just plain sad and i don't mean 
I don't mean like happy sad, like when Arnold Schwarzenegger dies and kills himself in Terminator 2. Uh, I'm talking about like sad. And... Now, are we talking because of its quality? Like, are we looking for a Michael Bay quality in this thing? Or we're just talking because it was intended because that of... way? Yeah. Um, you like, think, am I sad think... because of the movie or am I sad for the state of movies? Right. I no, no, no. I, um, it's not sad of the state of the movies, no. Okay. Um, just sad from the movie. I, my, like, that is sort of a, an unfair uh, segue into the question. Um, okay. Although, although it's just... Watching that, I guess you could go either way. My my answer doesn't fall very well. <laughs> Thanks for that link, by the way. I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at it. <laughs> that was <laughs> but answer, my answer definitely was probably toward uh, uh, your first description, not the latter. And and uh, then I guess you can just answer accordingly, whatever whatever you think would be would be correct. And so our uh, our favorite instance of such sadness. Right, like, well, and again, like, maybe angry would be Transformers, you know, Transformers 2, I came out of that, I was probably, I was pretty angry, and that was because it wasn't, because the movie wanted me to be angry, it was just, well, unless Michael Bay's a genius, but I, uh, <laughs> it's working, <laughs> that would be a great answer for this, if you wanted to use Transformers 2, that's not my answer, though, um, all right, so angry so, or for instance, my answer and this is uh, uh, probably more to your, your first thing was I was not happy with leaving Las Vegas. This is a movie with starring Elizabeth Shue and Nick Cage. And it wasn't like the movie wasn't Sucked. bad. Have you seen it, James? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I hated that movie. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad either, but I just felt awful after watching that movie. I think it was because really? you know, Elizabeth Shue, she's my girl, you know, don't yeah, dude. Shue. That's that's the first problem because in this movie she gets raped by high schoolers pretty much, and I don't know like maybe it's just any even when a movie throws rape in in general like um, girl with a dragon tattoo like uh, those those scenes even though like they're met in context of the movie and they're supposed to have meaning I just couldn't handle it and didn't like that and Nick Cage drinking himself to death that's you know kind of funny but the rest <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't like the movie not because of the the movie itself, but of just what was in it. And I walked away and I was I was sad even. I don't even know if I was angry, but that movie depressed the shit out of me. And uh, right, like I, I don't know if that helps explain the question all that much to you, James. But that's no, not really. Right, it uh, seemed to be a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I just don't mean like I don't mean I don't want it, your answer to be yeah this movie made me sad because it's sad even though that that that's part of it like I guess I guess I guess it is sort of fifty fifty so you I don't know it almost it's seems another, like you're another example another movie that and this might have been one of your answers I'm sorry I'm be taking it right from you but um and now um uh, Requiem for a Dream like that movie is supposed to be sad but after watching it. I just feel depressed about not just that movie, but I walk away with like, man, life sucks. Like just right. Jesus, this is what happens. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it's almost like the question is more pointed at, like it changes your perception for a little while. Like, Interesting. Man, like maybe okay. so your opinion of the movie as a whole is not right. really important. It's just how it, 
how you, you way way put you in basically but, yeah i guess that would be better i guess that would be a better way of saying it i'll change it for the boards but does uh yeah does does anything immediately pop in your mind like pretty much instead of walking away from a movie you're happy that was awesome let's go let's go have sex <laughs> i go away from every movie thinking that schindler's list your pants <laughs> You want to go ride in the streets, or you're just sad, morose. Like, um, uh, I I have, and I'm not sure if this is exactly in the spirit of the question. Uh, right. and you, you can tell me whether you think it is or not. But I kind of came away that that way, especially when I was littler. When I was, I, I can't remember what year the movie came out in, but uh, Forrest Gump kind of doesn't put me have in to be a movie theater experience. It doesn't have because I, I swear to God, this movie. I watched uh, Leaving Las Vegas, I think thanks to Jeff, because he always makes me watch bad movies. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> find yourself. And uh, Right, so it doesn't have to be the movie theater. Anyhow, go ahead. Uh, yeah, anyways, uh, Forrest Gump kind of did that to me, especially when I was smaller. Uh, not from anything that was really Im- implicit in the movie, but basically you have this guy that's kind of border – like he's not retarded, but he's kind of borderline – but he's smart enough to know throughout the whole movie that he's not smart. Right. And beyond that, he's dealing with situations that are just like way beyond his maturity level through the whole movie. And at the end of the movie, it's like Jenny dies, which is sad in itself. But beyond that, it's like this guy who doesn't really know what's going on now is in charge of like getting this kid through the rest of his life. And, just pretty much every situation in that movie, he should not be in a position where he has to deal with that stuff. Like he's in the war, um, he comes back and like sh- what should be a happy thing, like him becoming a multimillionaire or whatever, is just purely by accident. Like everything good that happens to him in the movie isn't because he works for it or because of anything else. It's, it's just totally by accident. So he has all this bad shit going on, and a- everything good is totally by accident. And that just kind of like. I wouldn't say that it necessarily changed my worldview or anything, but it just I came away from that really kind of saddened by this character's life. And I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that are in similar circumstances. Right. And uh, it was just, it kind of, like I wasn't super pissed or in a super bad mood or anything after I saw it. It was just kind of saddening. Right. And that's, that's that, is, that is exactly what I'm looking for. What I'm not looking for is someone say, Forrest Gump, you know, like when his mom dies and when Jenny dies, that made me right. sad because you know it's supposed to make you sad, and right. that's that's not what I want. But anyhow, I think I think the strangely enough, the I think the biggest example for me is a trailer, and I'm assuming that's not legal, so I have to switch my answer because when I saw the trailer for that Precious movie, I'm just like, wow, I do not want to watch this movie. <laughs> I just feel like shit afterwards. <laughs> Um. So. Um, so they did the exact wrong. The marketing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shit, we lost him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm. I'm literally afraid to watch this movie because I don't want to feel like shit afterwards. Oh um, god. So if you want to make Jim watch a movie, just fake a trailer with tons of people. It's been all popcorn and butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a cool anthem in the. Yeah. It's just great. Um. So, man. The, the movie. It's kind of a more recent one. I really want to say lockout, but or lock up. I mean, but with Sylvester Stallone back in the '80s, really made me angry, and it did. It was funny. But anyway, yeah. uh, a recent example would probably have to be a Blue Valentine. I went to see that as part of my movie marathon. Yeah, I don't know. You, talking? you guys remember me talking about that? Um, the movie's about um, a couple. Uh, 
um, they, they kind of have two timelines going at the same time. One where they're falling in love and starting the relationship, and the other one where the re- relationship's just breaking down and, you know, um, you know, just falling apart, basically, the end of the relationship. And they kind of interweave them. And because it's interweaved like that, it's just kind of gives you this, like, loss of hope feeling. Like, okay, this is a really cool, you know, the, the, the good times are awesome, but you're telling me that, you know, the bad times are yet to come anyway, so why should I even bother, like, you know, looking forward to the relationship? So it was kind of a strange mixture. I, I really like the movie, but it, it does kind of give you a, a hopelessness as far as a romantic relationship is involved. So so you did walk guess, out of the movie thinking, I want to have sex, but dude, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> dude, what? <laughs> I want <laughs> sex, but it has to be meaningless. <laughs> let me let me explain what the point of having sex is. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I guess I'll go with that one. That's Yeah, it's not bad. That's not a bad answer. Um, again, it's something like, what would you say my question is, James? If like if you know what I'm looking for now, what how would you word it? Um, probably what movie affected your, I think you want to work in the word like overall outlook or something like that, your general outlook. Negatively. Yeah. Negatively. Interesting. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. That, that, that's a little better. And for those listening, I'm going to have to get it as typed up, but for those listening, you, you have the idea of what I'm looking for here. Yeah. And the I mean, easily my biggest example was the TV miniseries roots. I'm just like, Wow. White racist assholes, you know, just like wow, I'm part right. of it. And again, like that's actually that's not that bad either. But don't get too close to the point of like that's the the point of that movie. Like a to show the heritage, but b you want to address that problem and get past it, kind of thing. Like it's obvious that like this is much later right. race, racism back then, but um, I, I don't know. I think part of that movie was just to show the problems we have and how it's still sort of underrooted. Right. But, yeah, I, I that's rooted, rooted. Nah. Get it? Fun. Uh, that so that question uh, will be at gunkbit.com and uh, sorry for the ambiguity of, of the the question, but um, it'll be at gunkbit.com and also at the movie hour page on Facebook. One last thing, little Michael Bay footnote. <laughs> First movie Michael Bay directed. Any guesses? Uh, um, hang on, hang on. Don't look up. <laughs> Bad Boys? Don't Transformers up. 2. Uh, this is in 1990. Baddie Boys was 1995 and was his first legit movie. Before that, he did a Meatloaf uh, music video. <laughs> Before that, yes! Shadows and Light from a Different View. I have no idea. Like, it's, I guess it's just That's a technical cool. thing. But the first movie he ever did, Playboy documentary. Nice! Playboy Video Centerfold. New respect. New respect. (laughs) Congratulations, Michael Bay. You are officially a friend of the movie hour. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again. This is the wrap of the show. Thank you so much for the input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Josh, good work, buddy. Peace out, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys all later next week. Maybe Jeff will be back for next week. We'll see. It'll be be a toss-up. But uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Michael Bay's giant American flag movie hour. See you all soon. everybody god damn it josh stop <laughs> I, I didn't even know you were starting <laughs> all right all right
<laughs> you all be guilty! And you're doing it for nothing! Killing me will bring back your goddamn honey! Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! I'm losing my eyes! Eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>